0: I'm Charlie Taylor
1: I'm Ben Carter and I do not
0: care that
1: the queen is dead I don't care
0: <laughs> and I direct to the fifth element while I highlight the fifth element hip hop which is knowledge and I also couldn't give a shit Digging establishment over here ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Anti-monarchy, any 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 head of state. Here's a fun fact for you guys, right So we've had a uh, we've had a new a new head of state and a new prime minister. None of them to do with a, any sort of free vote. So I love this democracy <laughs> Im- impose rainbows over my head right now. <laughs>
1: democracy <laughs> If you're talking about anti-establishment, the establishment is the monarchy. I mean, they're the the biggest status establish- the establishment. See what oh, I mean? It's insufferable in Australia and 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 Britain at the moment. It's just fucking insufferable, honestly. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, fun, another one. Um, I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find. I'm on the hunt for the the smallest, most minuscule, stupid. Change in in regular life uh, because of the Queen to honour the Queen, quote unquote. The best one I found so far is a bike rack in Norwich being closed. <laughs> um, so, if you if you guys know any better ones, send it to me. I'm making thread a thread of it. It's
1: hilarious. Hi Ben, how's your week, been? What have you been to this week? Uh, well, thankfully I'm not in Norwich, so I've been able to park my yeah. bike wherever I want. <laughs> uh yeah man got into some projects this week i uh, didn't write anything down but i'm going to talk about nav first
0: oh he's freestyling he's freestyling uh
1: look man i put this nav album on yesterday when i was driving to my friend's house to mow her lawn uh it's unlistenable it, you know every nav project to me has been unlistenable uh there's a couple of semi-decent yeah, tracks play. um the track with uzi not the first one not dead shot the second one interstellar i think it's called is is okay. The track with Gunner is okay. Uh, the track with Babyface Ray is okay. The track with Don Tolliver is is offensively bad. But the problem with Nav is he just... it's He talks about being in pain. He talks about being rich. And he talks about having sex. That's all he talks about. It genuinely sounds like an AI-generated lyrical content. It, it is just like, Oh my god, I'm in pain. But i had sex today because i'm rich and then just extrapolated out for like 18 19 songs over and over and over and over and I, I, you know people have been DMing me and criticizing me for saying this is this album is not good look man i'm i'm here for the memes but come on we can't take this seriously these are memes we're joking around we're not let's not get serious with this this, this album is is unlistenable um you know it's it's poor and he's only going to sell 50k this week I think people are realizing that, uh, yeah, you can listen to the f- for, for the memes, but you, you, you're gonna turn it off. You're just not gonna be like, you just can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, Yeats dropped a new album called Life. Oh, by the way, the Nav album's title is hard as fuck. Uh, angels protected, demons protected by angels. That and the album cover is great too. Those are the best two things about the album. So, uh, yeah, I just said that because Yeet's album is just called Life, which is pretty boring, and the album cover is pretty dull. But Yeet's album is great. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's a Yeet album. You know, I don't have to tell you. If you've listened to a Yeet album, you know exactly what you're going to get. And uh, I'm not getting bored of him at the moment. The energy is is vibrant. I actually listened to it on uh, Friday morning, I think. No, Saturday morning. I was driving back home at about 5 a.m. And uh, you wouldn't expect at 5 a.m. to be good Yeet playing music time, but it really was, uh, it was a banger, Youngboy dropped the project, look, at this point, uh, look, I, by the time I got to the Nav album on Sunday, I was just like, come on man, I think we've got too much trap, we, there's too much trap, I can't, I'm trapped out, uh, I don't think Youngboy's project is bad, I I just don't think it was ne- necessary at all, I, I don't understand why he put it out, um, could have waited a little bit, Uh just it felt redundant to me. It felt like it was a pointless album. Uh what else have we got on here that I listened to? Black Soprano Family. Uh obviously Benny the Butcher. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh look, man, these best rapper of the twenties. Benny the Butcher, best rapper of the twenty twenties. Uh we just gave Charlie some sort of annual I think he's still recovering, that's why he's sick right now. <laughs> like <laughs> some sort of yeah,
0: f- It's not a head cold, it's a recovering brain annual. <laughs> really.
1: <laughs> He's struggling. Um, look, man, this this project is is pretty mid-tier, as you would expect. Uh, requires on this a couple of the, the Black Soprano family members. Um, you know, every time a Griselda member pops up, obviously it lifts it to a whole new level. I actually think Conway was way better than Benny on this project. Uh, Westside Gun was great. Corey Guns was on here. He was disappointing, which was really disappointing to me because I really love Corey Guns. And I don't love him for any reason other than he just slayed 6'7 back in the day. And I was like, man, I wonder if he's still slaying. And he's not. So that was disappointing. But yeah, look, if you're, if you're going to this thinking that this is another entrance into the high quality level of Griselda releases, it's not. It's, it's a decent listen. It's okay, but it, it's nothing crazy uh capadonna and Stu bangers dropped a project um look it suffers from everything that capadonna solo albums suffer from it's good for a couple of tracks there's a there's a couple of good tracks like no fake dreads is a great track um i think it, one of them's called toss the blicky that's a really good song the track at the end which claimed to have the Wu-Tang Clan on it, but it only had Raekwon, Master Killer, and Cappadonna, obviously, and one other member. Can't remember, but I only had four members. You can't say you, you're Wu-Tang Clan if you've not got Ghostface, or Method Man, or RZA, or Jizza. I'm sorry. It's not the Wu-Tang Clan, just, just individually list them out. It had Killer Priest on it, which was amazing. I really appreciated that. You know, I love Killer Priest. But yeah, man, this sound is this okay. It's, it's definitely throwback vibe. Uh, the beats are super 90s boom bap, super crazy energy like that. The features are really good on here. The features are incredible. I don't think Cappadonna's is really trying to be anything other than someone who's just like corralling these features and kind of like, you know, hurting them in the direction he wants them to go. Uh, and he kind of plays the MC in that role. You know, he's just like, you you go here, you go here, you go here. And, and I'll come in and it's almost like he's like delivering vibes. A lot of the time he's not even rapping. There's a lot of uh, interviews uh, interspersed in here, he's talking about the period when he was homeless, um, he's talking about, uh, his relationship with the Nation of Islam, talking about his relationship with Louis Farrakhan, the Honorable, uh, Elijah Muhammad, so, uh, I think he talked about that, but yeah, man, it, it's, it's an interesting, it, it's an interesting project, um, it was okay, like, it got me through a drive, uh, what else did I listen to, I think that's about it, oh, 38 Special 38 Spesh, Oh, no, man. He leveled up. He leveled up. Holy shit, have I gone back to this album over and over again. Look, I adore 38 Special, but I really wanted him to just keep rapping in the same vocal tone that he rapped in on Sunday School from Benny's 2019 project, Plugs I But he doesn't always do that. Like, he was really... It was almost like it was a cartoonish, the way that he rapped that that verse. Like, it was just yeah. But he he has like he lowers his vocal tone a lot on his solo projects. On this project, he skated. I think it's the production. Honestly, I think when he gets in to when he gets beats from producers who are really challenging him and pushing him as an MC, fuck man, he levels up like crazy. This project is incredible. Every single song on he hits. Uh, it's only like ten songs. It's not very long, but he just he just holds court. He keeps switching his vocals up. Um. Great, great project, man. Like, the lyrical content is really good. One thing about 38 Special is uh, you keep expecting him to just be a punchline rapper and just drop these crazy punchlines like he did on Sunday School and like he did with his stuff with Benny the Butcher, like Stabbed and Shot, stuff like that. But on this, there's a lot of storytelling, a lot of narrative-driven stuff, a lot of reminiscing, a lot of taking stock, a lot of like where he is existentially as a person and as a rapper and as a businessman. Wow, man. Like, I've gone back to this album over and over again since it dropped. I think it dropped Wednesday. And uh, I don't normally do that, honestly. Uh, This was, you know, in that track with Chez Noir and Freeway. Oh, shit. He got Freeway on a song. Uh, I think it's entitled Pain or something like that. Like, bro. Painful. Painful. And Freeway, if you know Freeway's story, the stuff he's been through the last few years like horrible horrible things so to get Shay noir who's one of the most talented mcs ever rapping about pain because the way she raps about it she doesn't just wallow in her pain she like repurposes it and uses it as motivation and it's really motivating to listen to but then to get freeway on the end of this track is just a masterstroke so yeah 38 special got got one with that so uh yeah man that was me charlie would about yourself
0: so before I begin, i just discovered that um, you're, you, you, you have a version of me when I am about to talk about something in a negative way and I take a breath in and out. <sighs> Yours is, look, like, <laughs> just look. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> know <he's> about to... <laughs> what did I say uh, for, for? I think for, uh, 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 not for, not for the Nav album, but for the other one you didn't like. But yeah, it was, it was mm. uh, Cappadonna. It was like... Look, look, <laughs> look, just look. calm down everyone, I'm gonna,
1: look. shield your ears.
0: <laughs> when you hear the look, oh gosh, Wayne, Wayne Lighter flick levels, anyway, mm. um, yeah, 30 special seven shots is what I began with, um, <clears throat> I think um, definitely the last two tracks, probably the highlights for me personally, obviously, as you uh, aforementioned, Shane Noir and uh, Freeway on that, I actually watched um, a documentary by uh, Sasha Jenkins um, that I've had on record. <laughs> <laughs> for like three years since like twenty nineteen. I finally fucking just watched it called a uh, Word is Bond. And it's supposed to be about um, you know, lyricism and uh you know talking to certain people about lyric uh, lyricists. Um yeah you know, it starts with like nas and J. Cole, Rhapsody, uh Tech Nine had a good bit as well. Um and uh, there was also Freeway. Um and he was talking about obviously his kidney failure, total kidney failure, how he does dialysis uh, three out of the uh, three three days out of the week, mm. uh, and um, you know obviously on the list for transplant, and yeah, it was just very fascinating. Um, I actually didn't. Um, I've I have have not kept <laughs> kept note of freeway apart from apart from uh, spinning that uh, the other day. Um, so that came that came at a good time. Uh, very convenient. Um, shout out to ransom on the last track as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I've never I haven't really gotten into ransom uh quite yet um for whatever reason but I really did enjoy his performance on that one uh, overall. Um, past that, I didn't really I, I probably didn't give the storytelling elements of this uh much credence. Uh, I feel uh, I was probably just background listening to be to be completely honest with you. Um, and uh, the vo- the vo- the vo- vocal tone, yeah, it's just um. I don't know. I just felt like I was. I was kind of confused throughout. I was just like, he. He sounded different, right? He's, mm. He. He hasn't sounded like this all the time, right? So yeah, um, I, w- I wasn't too into uh, that uh, vocal. Uh, How you wanna? How you wanna spin it? Uh, Samira Truth and female producer alert, uh, J. Words mm. uh, with loading, little EP. Um, very very solid. Um, they they just have really good chemistry. Clear. They're clearly just uh enjoy working together on that front um nice beats uh, good balls from samira truth um yeah man I just, just can't complain man it's just two females getting out um, on both sides of the boards and uh, i'm here for that all day every day uh, solid ep uh afro afro uh beats from da fro volume two um really really enjoyed this nice little um care package i think he has an album coming uh so uh clearly just a little care package on this front uh really love a frolamite <laughs> great name and just a really good sample uh sample on that one uh, uh uh go time uh as well really really solid rainforest trap. This is it's just uh it's just it's just calm. Nine nine uh eight songs and nineteen minutes, just under twenty minutes. So yes yeah, uh nice one for the background. Uh C.S. Armstrong, um uh, the Damascus LP LP when it's twelve songs and twenty-three minutes is debatable, but we'll get we'll get past that as we always do. Uh I never I never sit on that uh sit on that argument. Um yeah, so uh, I, he kind of has this you know s- hybrid of R and B and hip hop, right? He's rapping and singing kind of sometimes at the same time. If that makes any sense, uh, got that kind of thing going on. Uh, I, I honestly came here for the uh for the Rhapsody feature on Ma Emily, and uh, she just killed that particular track. Um, but yeah, it's it's twelve, like I said, twelve tracks, just under twenty five minutes. So it kind of uh, it kind of starts off, you know, pretty slowly um there's a couple of you know top heavy time heavy tracks on the top and then it just the, the rest of the tracks are kind of like under two minutes so yeah it's kind of a weird pacing i guess uh as as albums go um but uh yeah it was, it was reasonably enjoyable apart from uh, past that uh re lennox uh away message and also a sex location mm. i wanted to I, I thought uh, when she dropped the EP, obviously a couple of weeks ago now. Um, I I had a f- I didn't know whether it was uh, going to have it w- if it was all tracks from the album or just you know, because I remember she posted like a, a whiteboard years ago of like a hundred song titles on the board, and obviously that was obviously the album. So I didn't know what the what away message was. Um, I didn't want to spin half the album like two weeks ahead. Um, so I, I waited till the album drop, and uh, I really like Away Message, actually, um, apart from Queen Space, which is obviously on the album itself, um, tatted, gummy, bitter, cre- creamy tracks, creamy tracks, I'm very, honestly, very surprised it didn't make the album, uh, those particular, but um, ASL, as an album, uh, going to that is uh, really solid, sticks to the narrative of, um, you know, the <clears throat> the two thousand nature of uh, dating life, um, obviously, if you know age sex location is um for those that don't know is a kind of a a relic term these yeah, days so um, old
1: school i remember that like every chat room you're yeah. in asl everyone yeah, would just
0: chat, be like it's ASL. very chat uh, yeah, chat room history if you just go on there and kind of like the first thing people ask is asl mm-hmm. um just to get you know just some basic details um but yeah that's obviously a relic now there's really no point in having that anymore um but yeah she's she she sticks to the aesthetic uh she doesn't stick to the aesthetic of what ASL comes from, where ASL comes from, apart from the interlude, which, you know, has the dial up and, you know, all those uh, <laughs> classic 2000 sounds. But past that, it's a very, you know, very mature, very modern uh, contemporary R&B album. And uh, I expect no- nothing less from Ari Lennox. And, uh, you know, Pressure is a clean track. I've been enjoying that, obviously, as a single. Um, I think, uh, I think Boy Bye as a, as a, as a centerpiece of the album, so to speak, is the longest track on there. And it's also right in the middle of the album. While I, while it fulfills the narrative of what the whole, uh, what the, what the, uh, con- the context of the album's supposed to be, you know, just you know, getting into relationships and experiencing relationships, and in the style of like ASL days, um, you know, just freewheeling in that sense. While I get it, <clears throat> the track itself is fine. Um, it's kind of like half song, half. Uh, you know, kind of like skit going on, so and that's and that's cool. I don't mind that kind of style. um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I just uh, it's tracked really punch me in the face in the way I think it should have as a centerpiece of the album because clearly it was just built up that way. It was just like a mountain peak of this track and then coming back down to anyway. but um, yeah, it's cool. Um, other features are cool. Uh, you know, Chloe on leak it really enjoyed that, um, especially. Me mug, uh, stop by. Um, yeah, there's some, some good tracks on there. I probably prefer Shea Butter Baby personally, um, but that's just me. And but uh, this album is super solid and um, is worthy um, of her discography. And lastly, uh, Sampa the Great, as above, so below. Uh, the Sampha artist coming back, back at it again, uh, which probably her most palatable album today. You know, see, there's the return, which is technically a debut. But there's also Birds and the Bees within 2017, if you want to spin that as well. Um, but you'll see the, re- the return was very dense, <laughs> very dense. It was, it's literally uh, an hour and 17 minutes, 19 tracks. So, yeah, that, that, that track, uh, that album itself was extremely dense. Um, this one is much more palatable, much more replayable um will i say it's uh, better than the return debatable i probably need to listen to the return again because obviously that has final form and that is just one of the best tracks ever um but there's some really good stuff here lane with denzel curry uh mask on with joey badass um, but you also have um never forget in between those uh, uh with uh, chef 187 uh Nate Na- Na- Nason and mwanji uh, obviously her sister on the, on the latter and um you know that's a really good that's a really good three track stretch um i don't give a fuck with koji radical perfect just uh koji on a feature is just as a feature is just um unmissable like it's just it's, it's undeniable it's mike tyson the features uh low rain the game with mwangi really solid let me be great with angelique Kidjo. um it just uh, it comes in i think this album comes in spurts for me so you know, with, the, with Lane, Never Forget, Mask On, really enjoyed that. I didn't mind Boner as well, that was good. Bonar with an A, by the way, that's uh, how I'm saying it, but yeah. And then, you know, it has a more, uh, I, d- I don't know how to word it, but, uh, you know, tracks I wasn't, tracks that tracks were fine, I guess, right? they're, they're, fi- they're f- kind of filler, in my mind, um, but obviously people rate Can I Live, I've seen people saying that, um, it's a cool track, but um, the last the last three tracks and three tracks I have mentioned previously just sit on top of the rest of them, um, <clears throat> which is fine, which is good. And, um, you know, 11 songs, i picked out six, so, <laughs> you know, that's that's more than 50%, so that's a dub for me. Um, it's 40 minutes. Uh, please go give that a spin. Sam for the Great is one of the best uh, in the game, um, especially live. Her live show is just really electric, uh, full of energy, um, really, really enjoy watching her, watching her live. Um, but yeah, like I said... <clears throat> with my cough, uh, we should hop into uh 2 d Bytes. I um, haven't looked up what volume this is, but it says volume 1 million, let's just say that. One um, million. Uh, yeah, yeah. A milli, a volume a milli. Um, so yeah, Ben, what are we talking about?
1: Uh, well, let's talk about being an ethical, moralistic outlet in the age of, of, of hip-hop, in the age of news, 24-hour news, because... Obviously, Sean C. put out a video the other day uh, after the Joe Biden Adam 22 incident, where Joe Biden had Adam 22 up on his podcast and uh, Adam 22 of no jumper, of course, and just attacked him for profiting off the death of uh, young black men. And obviously, DJ Vlad has been copying this criticism for years. Uh, You know, there's uh, people like Trap Law Ross who have... Put out numerous videos, uh, you know, detailing the the death and destruction of what's happening in Chicago, um, and just all over the world in general. He did he did one on Australian young rappers and gangs and stuff like that as well. DJ Academics, you know, basically making his career off what's happening and what has happened in Chicago, and you know Sean C. was saying some very interesting things. He was saying like even he is not immune to criticism or not immune to acting unethically when he is talking about what's going on in hip hop. And it, it does present unique challenges sometimes. Uh, you know, you want to get the right information or pertinent information across, but you don't want to do it in a disrespectful manner. And the problem is that most of the people who are doing the reporting have no life experience in the things they're reporting on. You know, you're not in gangs with these people. You're not like in sh- firefights and shootouts and, you know you're not selling drugs you're not uh living in the 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 kind of situations that you're talking about so what 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 right do you have firstly to speak on it and how do you actually decide what you're going to report on and what you're not going to report on and uh yeah i'm just curious to see how charlie feels about this because i have some thoughts and feelings um yeah i'm always curious because it's it's a topic people don't talk about very often It's a topic that you can definitely get shouted down heavily if you say the wrong thing. So, yeah, I wanted to discuss it here because there's not really any other place I can discuss it without getting absolutely blasted from all angles. I mean, it's interesting how, like, you're
0: afraid of being shouted down when the people you should be shouting down are the people that are literally taking... are benefiting from all of this, right? Um, (laughs) it's, It's just... I I, I trying to like I was trying to think of like uh, what's a what's a modern, what's a what's an example I could personally do right and it's like if I like didn't go to London and uh, just decided to cover quote unquote cover um, uh, f- f- the fucking drill scene right um, not that there's you know deaths every day that I'm aware of right again I don't actually keep up with it so you know I can't say much about it um, but that's the re- but you know. <laughs> Imagine just me just jumping into that uh pool when I haven't had no experience on that front. I haven't been in ends none of that. Like it's not it's not that's not my stees. Um so how are you guys fine with uh a guy this this white dude from I have no fucking idea where he's from actually, I don't know but it doesn't matter. Um and academics, right? Um there's actually a video uh that actually links to this pretty freaking well. Um it came out recently, uh, uh channel five. I don't know if you spun that before. Um this is dude Andrew Callahan. He uh, comes, he goes to like you know weird places, and uh, uh, he just goes to places and just interviews people in a very, uh, in a very just uh, sometimes comedic, depending on what it is. Right, he's been to like Magashir. He's been to like a uh, uh, he went to like a rap festival where it was just like Suicide Boys and shit like that. And then one of them didn't turn up and. He has some. He has some weird videos, and he also. But he's also done like really good stuff. Um, as uh, he went to, uh, I think he went to Minnesota um, around the time of uh, all the, uh, the around the Black Lives Matter stuff, um, and it was really good stuff on that. Um, he, his style of journalism, right? I think I think I can firmly say that his style of journalism is very just um, not putting his opinions on things, right? Um, just stating facts um, of certain things. Um, and then just going to people, asking them very open questions and just letting them go, right? And they and you know, they can go for how long however long they want. And obviously in most of the time, people just love having their voice heard, so they talk a lot. Um and again, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not, sometimes really, you know, hard hitting. Um it's real opinion. Um so he went to Oblock, um, in Chicago. Um I'm sure most of you know what Oblock is, uh, because of these people. Um and you know, he's a he's a tall white guy, right? He just sticks out a lot of thoughts, sore thumb. Like <laughs> he just very aesthetically doesn't fit at all. Um, but he was there. Um, he was with one of the basically like the founders of the drill, right? You know, right there with the chief keef's, right, uh, right there. And uh, you know, talking to him about it and uh, and the origins of the drill and you know, you know the usual questions you hear, right? Um, but also some you know interesting. Like he asked him, "Well, what, what was what happened in 2011, or something like that?" And he was just basically saying, "Like that's when I, my, the first time I had, uh, uh, I saw my friend get killed." And it's like everyone has PTSD and shit like that, and it was just like raw, deep shit. But then he also, in, funny enough, interviewed Adam Twenty Two and DJ Academics, and the DJ Academics one part of it was very interesting um, because he came through <laughs> literally in the in in two back to back sentences. Um, said that he was a major player in all of it, um, and then Andrew asked him, "So, do you feel like you've that you're responsible for any deaths?" And he goes, "Hell no." <laughs> what are we doing then? Mm. So, 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 you just self-reported yourself. Like you, you clearly, you, you had, you had in the interview, he had multiple opportunities to 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 go down the route of, you know, what that shit back in the day. The um, uh, uh well, I forgot what the series is called, but yeah, that stuff. Um, the Chicago series—I'm going to call it for lack of a better phrase, <clears throat> or for lack of the correct phrase—that I shouldn't—I shouldn't have done that. Da, 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 da. And he said, maybe I probably—if would I do it? Probably do it again? Probably not. But he just—he just coated it in a bunch of other bullshit, and it was just like the lack of remorse really fucking jars me. And it's why I want to fight that dude so fucking bad. It's just so annoying. He he can't set foot in Chicago and he knows that for a fact. And that's crazy to me that you just know that for a fact, but you think you can still do what you're doing and, you know, being an absolute tool every day uh, and, um, and being a dick rider in a lot of ways as well. So it just doesn't work. It just doesn't, it, it irks me. Anna 22 and trap little Ross and stuff like that. I just, I just can't, I just can't even, Baseline, even get into like I've I've not watched any of their shit. I know who they are. I just decide not to, because why? 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 What? What are they giving? This is the thing, right? Yeah, what the thing. are they? What are they giving to you? Information-wise, that uh, that you that you should that you feel like you should know. Do you need to know the first person this person this this rapper killed? Do you need to know that? Because they if they are going to put it anywhere, they're going to put it on their track. So. it's it's most of the shit they tell is on on wax anyway so why do you need their interview why why do you need to why do you need to just i don't know further uh encrypt not even incriminate but like just further put a mic in their face i don't i just don't get it and i don't know anybody that consumes any of these people's content and i'm glad i don't um because i would be seriously upset and probably burn that bridge regardless of who it is but um you know, and you're asking about obviously morals and ethics, and um, I feel I feel like of of everything that has gone on in the past week, uh, when it pertains to mor- morality and ethics, this is the most slam dunk thing I've heard this week. <laughs> How do you feel about these people covering uh, gang warfare um, and qu- and quote unquote the music as well? It's like uh, they they don't care. They they don't care. They they see they they're grifters. They see an opportunity and they've gone for it. And for some reason, millions of people watch it every week. It doesn't make sense to me, but it is what it is. People love negativity, and uh, you know that's how you know, that's how the wider newscape newscape works. We, you know, the every everything drives in negativity, and this ain't any different. Um, but the fact that people see this as entertainment on top of it, ah, oh, just it just it just doesn't it just doesn't work. Um, and that's the difference between like uh, the Channel Five video on Oblock and these guys, the, uh, the O-Block episode of Channel 5, came with, you know, genuine facts about, you know, uh, this person killed this person in retaliation, picture of them, RIP, uh, stuff like that, while he was talking. Meanwhile, these people just kind of like, <laughs> did you kill him? <laughs> just just it, It's just, it just doesn't fucking... And there's also a... There's also an uppity element to this as well. You know what I mean? Just like how... How do you people talk? Um, oh, what was it like? Adam Twenty Two actually said in the interview, um, on on the Channel Five video, I think he said like, uh, I mean, I think uh, Andrew first asked, um, what was the, um, uh, do you th- do you think drill music's bad? <laughs> right, and he was just like, oh hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah yeah, it's, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad for, it's bad for everything. Like, uh, these people are killing each other over it. It's just like, okay, you, you're missing the point once again. This is not, this is not. We haven't having this conversation. I had this, I had this, uh, we had this conversation in the UK when Drill started, like, popping up, um, you know, a few years ago, and, you know, there was a bit of knife crime about as well, right, and people were like, oh, Drill music's rising knife crime, it's like, no, you're not understanding that there's a root in this, there's always a root in this, there's a root in people writing, there's a root in people doing knife crime, and it's not because they're recording tunes, (laughs) it doesn't, you don't, you don't fucking understand, but it doesn't matter because these people just don't, these people don't care, uh, they don't care about facts or logic. And um, they don't care about morality or ethics. Because if they did, they'd probably um, bin their entire conglomerate and uh, stop making money from this. But, you know, when when the money comes in, the money comes in. I can't stop that. And they can't... They they won't stop that. So...
1: Can't stop, won't it's stop. It's a stalemate.
0: <laughs> can't stop, won't start,
1: I'm going to play devil devil's advocate. Uh, so... First thing I'm going to talk about, because I think there's two, there's two okay. sides to this. We've got the Adam Twenty Twos, the Vlads, and then we've got the Chaplaw Rosses. And I've never watched anything to do with DJ Academics in my entire life, except that one episode of Everyday Struggle where Gucci Mane shouted me out, and Academics was on it. And also, well,
0: you didn't see Vix Mensa's uh, "Frightened to Sleep."
1: I saw a little bit of that. Um, that's true. I did see a little <laughs> bit of that. Uh, I also saw the Migos, like making him look very oh, yeah, short yeah. well we all saw that on the red yeah, carpet that. that was that was a legendary moment so yeah, we all saw that. there's an interviewer in Australia his name is uh, Andrew Denton and he had this this thing called enough rope and uh, the whole concept of enough rope is to give your interviewer and interviewee enough rope to hang themselves which sounds very uh, it's you look it sounds incredible but like in Australia that kind of thing you know it's it's literally I don't know if it's if that term transfers overseas but when you mean hang yourself you mean you lead yeah. your interviewee in a direction where they say some shit they shouldn't have said and yeah and he was uplifted for that interview series and people were saying this is an incredible interviewer who's pushing these interviewees into like talking about things that they would never talk about with anyone else so within that little community and again when i'm talking about this uh I'm not going to link it to other little communities, but they get in these little echo chambers and they're like, well, of course you wouldn't understand. You're not an interviewer. So it's okay for you to criticize me. It's okay for you to dislike this, but you wouldn't understand. You're, an, you're not an interviewer. And what I see with you know people like Vlad is um, what Vlad does is quite masterful, but it's also nasty as fuck. But what he does is, and, and his defense would always be, they said it, I didn't say it. His defense would be like, you know, if you go up to someone on the street and say, give me a million dollars and they give it to you, they can't then turn around and say, wait, why did I? Why did you take a million dollars from me? Vlad's response would be, you gave it to me. And his response has always been, when I've heard him talk about it, they said it, I didn't say it. So there's two completely different angles to this because you've got the Vlads and the Adam-22s who are asking questions that are designed to get people to incriminate themselves and there's reams and reams of content on youtube especially on vlad's channel with people saying some wild shit people saying stuff that i don't think they would they want to say like i'm confused as to why they're saying it but they are saying it then you've got like the trap law ross is completely different doesn't interview anyone all he does is gathers all the publicly available data and puts it together to create a narrative now you could also say that this is okay because he's merely reporting the facts but again you know you have to think about what narrative this person is pushing forward like this right. person has and you know it's the same with me with writing the podcast for example i have you know I'm, I'm hopefully transparent about it when i talk about it on wax uh when i start researching a podcast i don't know what the narrative is going to be but i choose the narrative i choose the narrative and as the podcast progresses and as my research progresses i'm gathering data to give you that narrative to to tell that narrative otherwise i'm going to come in here it's going to be random i'm going to be saying quotes from here and here and you're going to be like wait what the fuck's going on what trap law ross does and if you're sitting at home thinking this is cool this is okay you know he is defining the narrative and he's bringing in as much and you think cuz you know his his videos go for like 3 hours so you're sitting there thinking well this is all the data this is all the data available no it's not i mean just cuz it's 3 hours sometimes he's talking about 10 20 30 years of events and yeah i just uh, look i understand both sides of this argument but i personally and i think my decision and my choices uh the clearest indication of how i feel about this you know i would never do that in my entire life i would never go into those kind of things and you know occasionally i've skirted the line like i talk about it often like the the drake socially content conscious content when i went through his whole discography and clouded like how much political content how much socially conscious content was actually in it yeah, and it was quick one it was super low it was super low and it, you think it was quick I remember before I posted it, I was actually at the cricket with my dad, and uh, we go every year, and for about half the day, I was on my iPad going through views, which had zero, zero percent, and I went through the whole album bar by bar like 18 times, because I'm like, it can't be zero, it can't be zero, but after I posted it, I was like, man, that's nasty, like, who am I to define that? Who am I to, to tell Drake what his content should be? You know, who am I to criticize Drake for putting not putting enough socially conscious content in his? Like, that's very uppity of me. It's very arrogant of me to assume that I could do that. And so, it's not a, it's not something I would ever do again. Um, I'm never going to highlight how little someone talks about something. Going to highlight how much someone talks about something. So, you know, I, I play devil, devil's advocate there, but like. Um, you know, I've, I'll be transparent about this too. I've done interviews with people and they've said some stuff and afterwards they've said, and in fact, I've redone entire interviews because people have said to me, I don't want that interview out there. I'm not comfortable with the direction we went. Um, I lost, not that I lost control, but like, you know, we were just chatting. We were having a great chat and I said some stuff that I don't want publicly available. And, you know, one of the interviews was well over an hour uh, and I cut the whole thing. So I'm always going to do that. And I've been criticized. I've literally been criticized for doing that by other journalists saying you should never do that. If someone says something, then you have to print it. That's your responsibility as a journalist. Otherwise, you're just, you know, a PR guy. Otherwise, you're just a media promoter. And I said, well, then I am. Uh, fine, man, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm not going to fuck over an artist that I've interviewed that I really like and care about just for content, you know. But it's a world that... And that's why I'm fascinated to have this conversation because it's a world that I, I don't really understand. Like, I, I don't think I could ever do that, you know. I, I don't know how these people do this stuff.
0: Uh, I think that... um. Uh, this this happens in uh, this happens in you know legacy news spaces a a, a, a lot um, you know a whole there's there's plenty of uh, papers about um, and news organisations that do very similar uh, they do basically you know what someone like Trappler Ross does but um, they just always happen to come across um, a, a different lean uh, or a different result. Um, as to uh, what I would for example uh, if I was given that same information Um, and you know that kind of comes into a space of uh, how quote-unquote objective and uh, well gets into the question can journalism ever be objective right when you know if you're just spitting the facts then sure right that's in some ways completely objective but people don't respond to that in, in 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 that kind of way you need to give them a story because it's fun it's funny how that works eh? it's funny how it's funny how um stories and storytellers um are you know so uh and the ability to story te- uh, tell stories is, is so such a comes at such a premium uh actually if you think about it um but then again uh, it's not considered um, that kind of a that that big of a deal. Funny how that funny how that works in life, eh? Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, in that in that case, um, it it just really depends on uh, how you see that person's work overall, because they start to build up a body of work, and you kind of you if you get it off one video and you understand that oh right, they're one of those people, because I I feel like when you're relatively media literate you can easily gather where that person's a going to go with it and b how how they got there um and how they're gonna get there if you haven't spun it all but yeah um but then when it comes to someone like adam 22 i just don't i just don't see that um i i I get what you mean when it comes to um you know not putting taking shit out um because they asked you to um you know I I I think I personally see that as more of a uh I think I I see that with a more humanist I guess um uh a, a, a lens towards that where you know if somebody tells you something then um if I mean if they didn't say off on the record they uh, if they didn't say off the record I mean shit then you have a dilemma on your hands and you know uh, they not the the people that call you a media promoter. I mean, yes, it's probably uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I guess I, I guess that's factually correct. But you know, sometimes you just do the wrong do the wrong thing for the right reasons, right? Um, I I believe that's a you know a real way of going about things. But I just don't see people covering shit. Um, and you know, academics I think is one where it's just it's mainly just opinion based and people just like him hot taking shit. Um and like he's trash, he's trash, uh, he's trash. It's, it's stuff like that. It's like okay, bro, cool, that's that's great. Value your your opinion is so highly valued. Um, it's, it's amazing. Can't, yeah, he's can't, can't, can't wait to see what you're gonna say next. He's really, the yeah, just another just another loud, just another loud mouth. That's all. That's all he is, to be honest. And you know, obviously, Adam Twenty Two comes through in a different way, where um, his is obviously more envy based, but it's just. Oh, damn, he makes Vlad look good, bruv, it's crazy, like, it's just, it, it just doesn't, uh, uh that's crazy to think about, he makes, he makes Vlad look, uh, uh, relatively, uh, relatively soft sometimes, um, but yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just, it, it comes, it, it comes off just motivations, to be honest, like, um, you know, I know Vlad interviews a wide range of people, and... It just so happens that a lot of the a lot of the popular ones or the ones that are usually talked about are the uh, are the ones that have the most stories about you know negative shit. But again, that's how that's how the world works in a lot of ways where people just love love hearing about negative shit, and some people get off on it in terms of entertainment. So, yeah, man, uh, I give the people what they want in the words of the OJ's. So,
1: hmm, hmm. Got to give the people
0: Give the people what they want <laughs> da, da,
1: da, da. Yeah, it's interesting um, It's just, yeah, I don't know Look, it's interesting, there's no, there's no answer to these questions I mean, everyone's going to have their own opinion Everyone's going to have their own perspective Everyone's going to have their own tolerance levels um, You know, I think we can all Sit up on the, the moral high ground On our moral high horse But it's it, 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 I definitely will It never changes anything, unfortunately But um, it makes you feel good <laughs> It makes, you makes, you you. It makes you feel good. Feel great. Makes you feel good about yourself. So why the fuck not do it? Uh, look, man, we we get most of our listeners are American. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the, our perspectives on what has happened. The death of the queen. Why? Look, because the, the the difference in what has happened. What? does your face look like that? For you don't want to talk about this. I thought you weren't talk about Lizzie. I mean, I'm going to talk about
0: what's good next week, but um, I just felt like I didn't realize you wanted to talk about that on a fucking hip
1: hop podcast. I mean, (laughs) people, people, look, I just want to give Australia's perspective, and this is why I hate this country. This is why I don't like this fucking country. Australia, from last time I heard, we were the only country that still celebrates the day that we were invaded by Britain. We're the only country in the world that celebrates that day as our national day. A lot of countries have it as a day of mourning. A lot of countries have just struck it from the record. But for some reason, Australians... We had an ex-Prime Minister on TV openly crying when the Queen died. Like, it's just disgusting. I I really am... They flew the Aboriginal flag at half-mast. What?! the person who like oversaw the genocide of Aboriginal people passes away and the Australian government decided that they're going to fly. Well, I don't think she started, it, but yeah. she, bro, she was the queen when that, she was happening. She was the queen. When, oh, was it? Okay. She was the queen when the stolen generation years, happened. So. I mean, they class the stolen generation as genocide. So like, okay. And that was in the, what? The 50s, 60s, 70s when she become queen, like the fifties or some shit. I mean, all you have to do is Google Queen Atrocities. There's so many. Sh- There's so much shit she did. She was worth $500 million when she died. Where do you think that shit came from? She didn't work a day in her life. She wasn't down at Seven Eleven selling you chocolate milk. She wasn't down at fucking Tesco's selling you meat pies. She was sitting in her freaking throne room surrounded by the crown jewels doing jack shit while the British Empire took over the freaking world. And, like, I I just am so perplexed at the rhetoric around it in Australia. I, I don't understand. Are these people morons? Are these people idiots? Do they not have an independent thought in their brain? They're like, oh, the Queen, she must be good. Because I've been told she's good. Like, bro. And the thing is, like, a lot of people are saying, well, the Queen has no power in Australia, so, uh, you know... All of the things that she's done, it doesn't affect us in any way. Forget that she fucking dismissed our entire government in like 1975. Like under her directive, the Whitlam government was dismissed. So she can, she can come in and do whatever she could. She can't anymore. She can come in and do whatever she wants. Uh, look, man, I you know the the um the what's happening in Britain is insane. This whole morning shit. That's just bananas. I mean, firstly, the woman was 96 years old, and she didn't do anything. That's that's my other argument. You're always like, well, in Australia especially, well, you know, she didn't have any real influence in Australia, so we still have a democracy here. But at the same time, oh, my days, the Queen's dead. So, like, what what is it? Pick a freaking lane. Is, is she really important to Australia? Does she, like, have some sort of influence that she needs to be mourned? Or did she not have any influence at all? She never came to Australia. She didn't give a shit about us. So she shouldn't be mourned at all. There shouldn't be minute silences. Like the AFL women's round are having the Indigenous round this week. And all the other AFL clubs observed a minute silence uh, in in the, the male competition. But the women's competition didn't. Because it was Indigenous round. Which was like one of the most intelligent it's a it's a fucking no brainer it's an open goal just tap in obviously the indigenous round should not be giving the person who like helped colonize this country uh you know ugh, bro i just look people in america might you know you guys all got your memes off and it was hilarious uh you can't do that shit in australia like if you had tweeted that kind of stuff in australia you would get freaking like, drawn and quartered in town square. Like, people with their pitchforks out and fucking flaming VB cans were walking around, and if you said anything disparaging towards the queen, they were taking you out the back and beating the shit out of you. Like, the raving, roving, racist gangs were out. You know, we had a frickin'... we, We literally had a member of our parliament tell a woman to piss off back to Pakistan because she was critical of the monarchy and then another MP actually backed that MP up in Parliament. like she she tweeted it but these both these women are in Parliament like they have been elected. like this country sucks. people always message me and they're like, oh Australia, I really want to come to Australia. I'm like that's cool. but we're mad racist. We're super racist, like, this, I don't know, man, especially it came off the back of me watching AB Original, uh, just scorched the stage the other night, and, you know, I couldn't help but think when I was in the crowd, like, the crowd was, it was pretty eclectic, but it was majority white, majority, like, lower income, middle income, Western Sydney, uh, you know, around the ages of 15 to 50, That is peak Australia Day, 26th of January. Like, we will not be deviated. If you say we should change the date, then you're saying that we're racist and we won't accept that and you're trying to divide the nation. And like, having seen AB Original get up on stage and play their song January 26th and seeing this crowd like have no understanding of what it was, just that the song slapped and they're just banging their heads to it. Uh, and then the, for the queen to pass away, and for this this reaction from Australia, you know, uh, bro, I, it, it's been mind numbing. It's I can't imagine what it's like in England. It, it must be fucking a thousand times worse. Like for Norwich to dedicate a bike rack or close a, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me, bro? Look at my tour,
0: bro. Look at my tour. I'll post. My it. Days.
1: I'll, I'll what is wrong with the world? Why are people such idiots? Just a little,
0: just a little note, just a little note saying shut down.
1: you know oh, hate
0: the world, bike. bro. I hate the it's world. Funny, funny, it's hilarious. Uh, uh, shout, out to Victor- shout out to Good Old Victoria Bitter. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm going to talk about this at length uh, next week on What's Good. Uh, second monologue in two weeks. Uh, mm. Thursday Thursdays have been crazy. Hov um, did. In, 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 yeah, in uh, in Hove <laughs> did. Uh, but yeah, Thursdays have been crazy the past couple of weeks. Who knew? But um Yeah. I think um I might say this on I won't say this next week, so I'll say it now. Um but uh the American side of it has been very interesting, especially from the right wingers, it's very interesting. Like uh seeing uh, seeing the likes of Charlie Kirk and Tucker Carlson and Ben Shabibo uh, talk about um the Queen. And such a such a really uh uh interesting light. And uh the 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 main thing I came away from though uh from those talking is um that it's funny how those people in particular um are ba- basically like put white supremacy above american like patriotism and just and just like you know just flag hugging you know all that kind of shit they they put they put white supremacy literally above you know being an american which is crazy to me like the way they were talking about her cuz you'd think right that america the country that went Fuck you to Britain and like literally had a war over I it. mean we and all then... saw
1: Hamilton despite how ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous that was. Holy <laughs> shit, what a horrible Even fucking play.
0: Another hilarious point, by the way, that uh both both Twitter accounts for Hamilton and Lame is uh put the same the exact same message. What are it. they
1: talking about? Out
0: the out the window, whoosh! messaging out the whoosh! window. Whoosh just <laughs> whoosh whoosh, right? Oh over, Glorious, right? Ugh. Absolutely outstanding. Um, but yeah, I just I just found it interesting that um, those particular people, uh, in terms of commentary, were just just locking in the fact that yeah, we love white supremacy so much above American anything uh, that we're gonna gas up the Queen. Um, but yeah, I think um, I, I think pertaining to just where you know England is at specifically, obviously you know scotland ireland wales different vibes um but then again probably not who knows um i i I don't you know obviously people gassing up irish twitter or or that that particular that day power for power was just the best day ever for me honestly it was it was was good wall-to-wall memes bro just irish twitter black twitter african twitter like just scottish twitter everyone coming in piling in it's just outstanding just uh memory, like best day ever uh for, for for comedy and just having a laugh but um yeah I think the this is this is the problem um with like uh uh with, with anything that's gonna with any major world event that's gonna go down for for the rest of time now for as long as social media and the internet content continues to thrive this is what's gonna happen now because because the establishment because the in legacy media and all that stuff, right? The mainstream media, all that stuff. Anything mainstream, main, anything to do with mainstream thought, because people are so sycophantic uh, with the queen, especially in this case. Um, on the internet, it's going to be a different world. Like, I, I like, I don't know if you saw the tweet by Trevor Sinclair, um, a former footballer. Um,
1: I heard about it. He got very blasted. It was,
0: it was meek in terms of like in terms of disrespecting like it was meek like, if you if you if you want to go peep go peep it um but you know it was it was blunt right it was like something like a uh, oh but uh, you know uh Racism got abolished in the sixties, yet um, yet yet black and brown people are still dying. So you know what? What do you want me to do? It's kind of something like it that. it says this. I read Super
1: it. Racism was outlawed different. in England in the sixties, and it's been allowed to thrive. So why should black and brown mourn? Hashtag Queen. F- I mean, that's pretty standard. That's, it's not like, a hot it's, a, take. It's, a, it's yeah, it's
0: it's 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 bread. It's it's white bread. It's, it's it, as as hot takes go, it's white bread. Like it's 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 a freezing cold take that. You know, racism still exists. Literally, literally, uh, a couple of days before she died, um, there's a, a man called Chris Cabber, um, who got uh, shot by the police, and it's literally being treated as a homicide now towards the police. And um, people, uh, you know, that's just funny that happened, right? Just a couple of days before the Queen dies. But he- hold on, here's the kicker: there was actually a march going on for him uh, yesterday. And Sky News just decided to look at that, look at that video, didn't read the, you know, the didn't zoom in, zoom in, in enhanced to see that there was like, you know, pe- uh, saying like placards with Black Lives Matter and, you know, uh, uh, Justice for Chris Cabo and stuff like that. They didn't see that. Then they assumed it was uh, for the Queen. They assumed that God. was a march for the Queen in some ways. It's a, it, 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 You can't write it. You can't write it. So this is, and this book goes to my overall point, because legacy media and mainstream media and just how... And how the Queen has been portrayed in the past 70 years, right? It's so entrenched now that when you are presented with different information, such as myself and such as many people in the world, especially around the world, um, you... where else am I going to... where where else? I'm not going to go to BBC News to watch this, I'm sorry. I literally saw a clip today, peak journalism by the way, we've obviously been talking about journalism pretty much this whole episode, Peak journalism by BBC News today Um to say that um, when when she did that uh, clip with Paddington a, a, a while back, guess what? She was acting on her own, bro. Paddington weren't there, fam. Peak journalism. That's that's what we're doing right now. That's what we're doing, and people love it. Oh people fucking love it. Mm. That, that's what that's what people want. They just want the soft shit. They want like all the good stuff, all the leadership. or she was a leader through this. And you guys just and and this is the problem. People don't. People uh, the 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 mainstream media. I, 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 I hate saying it like that because I sound like I'm wearing a tin foil my But no. the mainstream media, legacy media, all these people, mainstream thought, they just focus on the positive. And for once in your guy in you guys' life, can you just you know embrace the grey for once? But see, this is what like, the she's problem. Not, she's not God's gift to earth. But this is the she's problem, really man. Not.
1: Like you watch the news, and like I was in my, it's like this. I was in my psychiat- Sorry to cut you, but like you make a great fucking point. And this the hypocrisy of this kind of media. Like I was in my psychiatrist's office the other day, waiting to see my psychiatrist. For some reason, they decided to have a news channel on the worst place to have people in a psychiatrist's office. Do not want to. We don't want to see the news. Okay, we're actively trying to avoid it. That shit confronts us and sometimes traumatizes people. And I'm sitting there watching like. Uh, 18 year old uh, crashed his ute into a tree and killed five of his teenage friends while he survived and now he's probably going to spend most of his life in jail and then you know uh, man shoots wife and then like tries to kill his two I'm like are you fucking serious and you're not going to tell me about the bad shit the queen did but you're going to tell me about this 18 year old who killed five of his friends in a fiery crash like, you know what I mean? It's just straight up hypocrisy. They'll be like, well, we have to sprinkle in some good stuff somewhere. It's like, no, 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 no. You can't, no, don't. It's, it's, it's bullshit excuse for fucking, uh, just like green lighting racism. That's all it is.
0: Yes, it's washing it. It's just, it's washing it. It's washing everything out to just the point of you, where you're presenting this veneer of just like this old lady who, uh, was such a strong leader, right? And, hey, I I, I can also embrace some of the positivity that can be that can be portrayed, right? Um, when Philip died and she had to basically have the funeral by herself, that's that's real shit. Like nobody wants to do, nobody wants to be doing that. And in that case, everybody else did, right? So in that case, she did everything. Everything everyone else did for, yeah. the, for the for the minor point for the minor point in life that she had to do something that the people also had to do, <laughs> right? But but the but everything else, bro, just is too much of it. There's too much. There's too much shit going on behind for me to just like, just just be force fed like good shit off BBC News and really happy stories and uh, all, all the serious shit she did. Like you know, again, another good thing I'll throw out there. Right, the fact that she went to Dublin. Uh, I think it was like, she went on an Irish tour, um, in like 2011, and it was the first time that any head of state went to Ireland in like a hundred years. Hey man, respect. She started off her speech with, with speaking in Irish. I respect that. That's that. You know, as things go, fine, cool. But then, but then, I can't help but just go. Why is there a head of state? Exactly. <laughs> you know, what I mean, just, just, just. You know, you just get. I, I, I just get to that. I just get to the end. The, the it's always the end road. Why are we prepping, propping up these people, uh, and why do they have these things that were stolen? And they're just using it as ornaments for their clothing. Like, it just... It, it's it's not... It doesn't compute with me. Like, the, 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 the... People just come towards all of this and they equal good person. And it just doesn't... It doesn't hit. Even, like, journalists I respect sometimes. Like, I was, I was listening... I was spinning the News Agents, which is a decent pod. Uh, very well produced, I will say. But when they were talking about the Queen, like, one of them said, like, uh, she didn't put a foot wrong... What are you talking about? What are you talking about, man? A f- didn't put a foot wrong. Are you fucking kidding? Like nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. Not even talking about Diana in this case. Mm. Like that's obviously that's that's the one agreeable f- piece of fuckery that ev- most people agree with. The fact that she did die in dirty and literally probably allegedly killed her in some fashion. We ain't right? even gonna I talk mean, about mean, it Diana. It, that's
1: her. a deeper, darker criminal link.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's the, that's the closest people get towards saying something negative about the royal family or just, like, um... Or, or Prince Andrew, right? You know, just... Yeah. Basic shit. Basic <laughs> shit. That alone is just, like... Uh, like, di- even say that. But they don't. They just don't. They say all the positive shit still because to honour the Queen. Like, bruv, people are... Sh- if they're shutting down bike racks, like, I just don't... There's no hope. There's just no hope, honestly. Like, Shout out to my boy Ryan. He was on the trip. He was on the train the other day. Train Wi-Fi, bro. Train Wi-Fi on his on his on his uh on his phone. Saying on the top in grey, uh uh We're so we're so saddened to hear about the loss of our Queen Elizabeth. Like, Come on, bro, you're a fucking trainer. <laughs> like uh, wh- why are we trying wh- what what are you doing? Why are you it's just annoying. That's it's peak just, personification it's just it's, it's, that. It's literally you know what it is? You know what it is? It's 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 uh it's Pride Month or Black History Month, and/or Black History Month when when all the corporations and all the brands, you know, do the, you know, they they, they centre Black stories in February and in October here in the UK, or uh, when it's Pride Month, all the all the brands do that rainbow shit on their avies on Twitter and stuff like that, and you know, paint the paint the whole thing rainbow, right, for for, for that one month. It's literally that, but for the Queen, and and people just. And people just eat it. And people just eat it. Uh, like, I don't, I, you know, during the day, they shut off, literally, they literally apparently shut off the entire BBC iPlayer, not even just the channels, also iPlayer. You couldn't stream shit, apparently. My FLX stream got killed um, halfway through. Yeah, that's why wild. Um, even though the actual event continued. Like, online, bro, online BBC killed it, right? But I can forgive that. Fine. She just died. Fine. During the day, fine tomorrow like how how long are we going to do this because it's technically 12 days of mourning. her funeral's on the 19th right so are we going to do this for are we gonna do this till the, till then are we seriously going to do that no comedy no 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 entertainment obviously the prem got uh, cancelled this weekend um and might be next weekend as well and the epl um and other football in the uk how long are we going to do this for like how we literally just going to mourn for for two weeks and just do nothing? Oh wait, oh great, we can't do nothing because people have to work, but you can't get your prem. So I I it just there's it there's too much there's too much. Um, I'm gonna be hopefully more coherent. Uh, on, on what's good, but yeah, it's just it's just it's it's such it's double standards, bro. That's all it is. It's it's just one big ass double standard, and I'm sick of it. Like you, you guys just constantly take the positive of uh of of this woman and while you can name a couple it just is far outweighed by the negatives i'm sorry um and i will say this i'll finish here and i'm gonna start with this on on the pod hopefully but there's one thing i'm sad there's one thing one thing i'm sad about when it comes to queen elizabeth and it's just the 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 just this journalistic tick I have where I would l- I would have loved to just sit with her and ask her just like her opinion on shit because the fact that people paint this picture of like oh we knew the queen for didn't really d- didn't really know the woman sorry like dry humor I guess like I don't know anything else like, it- it's just I, d- I want to know I wanted to know who she actually didn't like. Um, and ask her, uh, you know, other shit, like, why the fuck are you protecting Prince Andrew? Stuff like that. Questions that ain't never gonna be answered, because it's, it's a, she's, she, she, she and the royal family kind of, in some ways, if the royal family deem it, um, deem it uh, applicable, because obviously they didn't do this with someone like Meghan, if they deem it applicable, they won't have the paparazzi and the tabloids uh, snoop around and ask them hard questions like, on that front, because they can, like, they, 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 they kept that Andrew shit under wraps as much as possible, as hard as they fucking could, protecting the actual pedophile, like, it doesn't make sense to me, um, but, I, it makes me sad, because I kind of just, I, I generally wanted to know her opinion on things, just to see what it was, uh, what she was about, but she's just, she's just built up as this, like, monolith of just, uh, grandmotherly, uh, grandmotherly leadership molded into this, molded into this person, and I just don't see that. I'm sorry, like that's a veneer I can't get, I can't live by. Uh, just painting someone in that light just doesn't fit with me. I need, I need more gray. Like, just having this sh- people paint this shit so black and white and it pisses me off because it's just, it does. That's not how people live. That's not how humans are, bro. So that's the only thing I'm remotely that you could consider put me in the category of sad about. Um, but yeah, that's just something I, I would have loved to know just in, just in, just to be just out of intrigue of anything, just out of journalistic intrigue, but ain't going to never get that. Um, and now it's just uh, you know, just King Charles and uh, hopefully the monarchy uh, is one step closer to dying, to be honest.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I think the one of <sighs> the, the pertinent things you said in that was, there's no discussion that can be had about the grey because we're forced to have a podcast where we just trash the royal family, the monarchy, the queen, because
0: just to outweigh it all. Just to outweigh exactly. it all a
1: hundred percent. I'd
0: happily talk about the grey, but we have to just talk about the negatives because nobody else will. Exactly. And that's why social media does and that's why social media did it so much, because people are so aware of what is done by those people, by legacy media and stuff like that they're so aware of it that you I literally go to Twitter sometimes and I find a thread that actually blows my mind and I wouldn't get anywhere yeah. with anywhere else like it's just why 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 is social media the place to get information? That shouldn't be the case, I think uh, not Twitter anyway for fuck's sake <laughs> I just it shouldn't be the place where I get my information but hey man, it fucking is like it's crazy to think
1: you know what's crazy on that on that that point i'll probably end on this is um i have a lot of friends because obviously i'm in my mid-30s now so i have a lot of friends who do not use social media at all uh or very very rarely and like nope. i would say five six seven times a week they'll say something to me like 24 36 hours after i knew it happened and they'll be like did you hear and i'll be like yeah of course and I say, when did you hear? They yeah. said it was on the news at midday today. And I'm like, yeah, I learned about it two days ago. And one of the most obvious examples of that was COVID. You know, uh, I knew about COVID back in freaking November 2019. Like, oh yeah, bro. But we yeah, knew yeah, about yeah. it because we were seeing Chinese like welding people yep. into their houses and driving yeah. crop dusting planes. New Year's, bro. Bro, yeah. they were driving crop dusting planes down city streets to sanitize shit. And you know, everyone in Australia was like, "Oh, it can never come here." And it really didn't break properly until late February. So we were on that four months ahead. Yeah, that late, man. Like Uh, all of a sudden, everyone was like, "Hang on a sec, this is a real thing." And like by that stage, it had already come to the country. So it's really sad. I mean, it's it's sad that even my friends who are, you know, we all went to schools that we were taught about this. We were taught about questioning the media. Um, you know, we went to a, we went to a selective school. We were selected, uh, in inverted commas. So, you know, cause we were, we were gifted and talented and all those positive things. Smart boys, um, man, but like we were taught this shit and even my friends who went to that same school, they, they have fallen back on watching the news and getting their news from the news. And you're never going to get the thing about it is the thing about it is even with Twitter being so overt, like so Clearly biased in one yeah. direction. If that's that's yeah, good, some, sometimes just gonna offend you, isn't it? But that but that's a good thing because then yeah. it's so yeah, obvious. I get offended every day.
0: Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I, I literally told my dad that. I was like, uh, not to not to cut you off, but like keep you keep your mind, keep your thought, and keep your train of thought. But like, uh my my po- I was talking to my pops about it, and uh, like he when we we're just like not. I didn't want to debate him over it because I just didn't want to have that conversation with him. But it was interesting how he was coming about it to Trevor Sinclair by the way going back to that and he was like uh, yeah he's right but is that the right time I'm just like it's Twitter bro yeah. like I'm sorry I don't, I don't know what to tell you like yeah. <laughs> it's Twitter some that's out of all the things I saw that uh, I saw that day th- like like I said that was that was probably one of the coldest takes like there, there were plenty of more shout out to Dr Ujuanya, who um like got literally quote tweeted by Jeff Bezos of all people after she basically wished an excruciating death on the Queen. <laughs> like like real shit yeah. like real shit like you know it's and that that was actually it was hot yeah actually it was a scorching take um and
1: yeah so but the thing is
0: i, I don't know man like social media is just gonna offend you i'm sorry like it is what it is like, as much as you can make your echo chambers it's gonna it's gonna pop your bubble sometimes you're gonna get pissed off and do what i do just keep it moving like you don't have to respond to everything you really don't
1: i mean that's exactly you don't have to lock and- off. <laughs> people are so overtly biased. BBC One. People are so overtly biased with their takes on there that it's completely transparent. You know exactly why they're saying it. You know exactly where it's coming from.
0: And in that, in that way, that and that's, in that in that frame, that's actually kind of good. I agree because y- you're seeing people unvarnished, and you're taking. And you know, they're not if they're not being subtle about it, then you know they're showing true colors in that fra- in that frame. And I I think that's highly beneficial in some ways if you're media literate you can see something you're just like okay he's thinking that and you know some people might backtrack some people might you know change their thoughts over time but you know if you're you're literate enough you you see it and you understand why they're saying that because of the time we're in Mm -hmm. in a particular space pertaining to the news it's just like if you see the queen dying and you're seeing people going like she was the spiritual grandmother I ha- and it's a and it's a white dude in his fifties. That's not going to apply to me yeah. because I'm going spiritual grandmother to who, Because yeah. ain't be spiritual grandmother to me? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And I mean, if you're watching news sites, I mean, they're they're purporting to be objective. So you're watching it and you're like, well, what narrative are you pushing here? Because they're not every every news. Like, uh, everything's going to be biased in some direction. I-, I mean, we live in a capitalist society, which means everything has to make money. Everything has to get clicks. Everything has to be entertaining. Everything has to drag, draw people in. So the only way to do that is create a narrative. And if you're on Twitter, people are just wearing their narratives on their fucking sleeves. They're not trying to hide that shit between, Or oh, we're just reporting the facts. They're telling you how the fuck they feel. And that is I think the most overt way of getting news. Anyway, that's that's what I think. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy to leave it there. Queen is dead. Uh, as Charlie said, let's hope it is one step closer towards ending monarchy. Honestly, man, just getting rid of it. It's, it's completely useless in modern society. It's a relic of a horrible time in, in human history. And it needs to go. Fucking 100 years ago, it needed to go. It needs to go now. It's 2022. It's disgusting. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Um, Shout out to Antigua and Barbuda, who might uh, hold a referendum over being a public uh, in
1: the next three years. Good luck. Good luck to them. Apparently, we're going to have a referendum on it at some point in the future, too. (laughs) I'm
0: sure. Yeah. That I'm I'm less hopeful about. But yeah, sure. (laughs) See how that goes. Uh, all right, we'll leave it there. Uh, it to 2, light note if you have anything.
1: No Prem, so what else can you Oh, up. god, no Premier League, bro. What is going on? <laughs> I just don't know what to do with myself. I mean, Tottenham are on a hot streak right now. We're about to destroy Man City, <laughs> we're about to destroy them, and now our momentum's been, been hamstrung. Uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know what to talk about. My life is meaningless when it's uh. <laughs> When there's no Premier League, I mean, I've obviously got a partner and and a family and music and, and Spurs that's and all and a nephew and everything, but that all pales in comparison to Tottenham winning against Man City. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to be honestly yeah. honest. Oh, that's better.
0: That's better. I mean, yeah, I I th- I feel it's 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 kind of just like um, it it's, it's weeks for it this week's very like just uh overwhelming in any in any way like it, i've taken it day by day as it is and it's just, but you're always just constantly pumped with pumped with it, shit this week like started off with a lot of seen new prime minister and then like
1: and then tukal got fired
0: and then and then potters in and then yeah, what the hell, man?
1: Like, How did Chelsea just steal Brighton's manager? That's nasty. But I, I actually didn't like that. I right, thought that was FIFA, bro.
0: This is all FIFA. This is all a game of FIFA. I thought it was nasty to, to these people. It's crazy, bro. Like I said, it, I said this to Ryan. I was just like, oh, oh. So they have no process. they were just like they're just taking the, the hot dude. And then, like it's it's just yeah, it's just FIFA, bro. It's FIFA. It's 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 uh, FIFA. The game, by the way, that's what I meant uh, when I say that, not the organization. But, yeah, no. Yeah, the game of FIFA. That's a deeper, deeper mode, darker managing, criminal link. That one. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that, that, yeah. That's a that's a that's a deeper uh, that's a deeper cut subject. But yeah, it's it's just it's a game. It's career mode. It's manager mode. Whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> that's all it is. I fucking lovely money. Like they're they're gonna do. They're gonna Chelsea. Gonna do like a the Man City thing where they have like clubs around the world like they have names but they clearly just owned by man city cuz they just look like man city kit so i think uh, i think australia has one i forget what they are uh obviously nyc fc in new york yes. that's basically man city new york sydney fc um uh yeah so uh yeah chelsea going to do that now so that's going to be fun but yeah it's just all monopoly money bro like i just i just it, it, I, I can't I, I i don't have the i i don't have the energy uh, to actually critique any of it um when it comes to football like i'm just, i'm 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 just going to prepare mentally prepare to not watch the world cup to be honest because i'm just like oh. i can't what i can't i can't uh, brother has to come a, has to come as time to stop bro. Like, Qatar,
1: I yeah qatar yeah
0: i, I if it, bro there's, there might be there might be a saudi Arabian world cup coming like it's, it's just not it's it's not tenable anymore for me to just like logically take this and i'm just going to be you know what I mean? So it's it's during what is it December or November? I don't know. December. Um. So yeah, whenever it whenever it comes down, I'm just gonna find other things to do. I'm just try. I'm gonna try my best not to consume any of it because I don't know. It just. Uh, it just doesn't. I I draw the line there. I draw the line at six sixty five hundred people dying to make us to make a few stadiums. Like you could have picked the best. You could have picked anywhere else. Literally. But you decided to pick there for you know very obviously nefarious reasons, and you might exact, and they might do the exact same thing with Saudi Arabia. I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to support that anymore. Like the cognitive dissonance doesn't, uh, just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't go that far for me. Mm. So yeah, I just, I just, I can't do that anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm barely, I'm barely sticking to the, I'm barely sticking to, you know, what you're talking about with the prem. To be honest, like uh, most of the thing is just like. Oh, good player, good player in the in the bottom half of the table. Bring him up to a top top six, um, and just like, and then he's gonna fight for a spot, and then probably not flourish at all, and then his career's over. Like, is <laughs> is it's, it's the same? It's the same shit. It's the same cycle. Well, it's worse time. than that because um, I mean,
1: all the British teams are just taking all the good European players because Britain's got all the money right now. Prem's got all the money, so they're just going to Bundesliga yeah, Euro- and
0: Europe in general, Portugal, in general, and just like, taking all the good
1: yeah. players and. You know, like Man City yeah. is a disgusting team at this point. It it's actually abhorrent what they've got, the, the embarrassment of riches that they have. Uh, you know, I mean Chelsea going and getting a Bamiyang and Man United who aren't even in the Champions League going and getting that bloke for what a hundred million on deadline day, that's Anthony, yeah. that's bananas, man. Like that kind of money is just shocking to me. It's monopoly.
0: It's monopoly, bro. It's monopoly money. It's just- <laughs> Don't <laughs> us to tell you it's monopoly money. Like it's just, you just see the numbers and you're just like, I, <laughs> you you clearly have the money for it. So yeah, fuck it. Like I, was, you know, you just take it. Like, I, I can't. You can't. I can't fiscally break that down. Like, I don't want
1: it's to, hard know. when you see like something so beautiful as soccer, as football i mean it's kind of like with music right but it's not it's nowhere near as music's not as bad it's bad but it's not as bad as what they've done with football where they've taken something so pure and the reason why it makes so much money is it's a great freaking sport and it's a it's like it's a pure sport it's it's the beautiful game you know it's a it's a genuinely amazing sport and uh they pimped it they have pimped it to within an inch of its life (laughs) And that's why, and that's why, that's
0: why I said this on I said this on IG today. It was just like and pertain to like discovery, Um, where of all the things that of all the things that we you know talk ill about when it comes to the music industry, when it comes to streaming and exploitation of artists and stuff like that, it is so easy to discover. And does that weigh everything out? Probably not, but it's a very big plus out of everything. Like, there's so many i was uh, i was listening to an artist radio yesterday like for a couple of hours i gained like five i followed like five artists i've never heard of before and i was like oh this is good follow oh this is good follow like just out just out the blue just boom easy like just finding people i find super easy um and i wouldn't be able to do that without you know the current streaming whatever ecosystem we talk ill about everything else but that's the one positive if you if, if you ask me to find one then that's probably it and it's the same with football like you know people enjoy football people enjoy watching football but fuck, bro the the again the same with the queen like uh, well obviously that's uh, kind of probably kind of cut and dry in my mind but you know football it might be a good sport but a uh, lot of things a lot of a lot of shit to, uh, to, to, to step over um, as, you, as you walk in, so to speak. A lot of shit. A lot of shit on the floor mm. <laughs> trying to trying to get in your shoes. Uh, but yeah, it's actually that. Just like you just got a brand new pair of Air Forces and you're just trying to step over shit. Stopping in my what, uh, Air
1: Force One. Stopping in my Air yeah. Force... When, when I got my first ever pair of Air Force Ones, I immediately put the Nelly song on. And I was like, oh, finally... Finally, up. it was so funny too because they were old school and they were in perfect condition. And this guy sold them to me, 10 bucks a pair. And he got out of the car and he walked up to me. And I was with my mom. I was really unwell. I couldn't drive at the time. And uh, I, I, I barely could speak to people at this stage of my life. It was only about eight eight years ago, seven years ago. And I said to the guy, I was so shocked. I wasn't even going to say anything to him. And I just said, why are you selling these? And he said, my wife's making me do it. And I've never seen a sadder man in my entire I was depressed <laughs> I wanted to die this man was in more distress than I was he was almost crying I got a bet I got I got one
0: cut to top that so there was a dude next door um that was like building this house basically building this house next door basically right and uh you know it it, it it, it screamed bachelor pad, right? It, it just screamed it. Like it's it's, it's square, mm. it's modern, has a gate, and uh, d- this dude was clearly single at the time he started the project, right? Because it took It's a, a well, I moved in before uh, before it uh, started, so he, he must have been doing it for a few years um, as a project. But um, yeah, he <laughs> he had that right, and he also had like this really fucking loud ass like muscle car. Like one of those ones where it's like uh you know, it's got like one big truck in the truck boot in the back, but like it's really just like front heavy, and mm. it's like really powerful, and he suit that shit up, the fucking blue pearlescent like looking paint job on it, look fire, right, looked absolutely crazy, like proper classic thing, um, and he go out to like he, he, I remember him like heading out now and again to just whip it, whip it about, but it was clear he built, he did all that as a as a single mm. man with a lot of disposal living yeah no responsibilities stuff, right? no fiscal
1: responsibilities
0: <laughs> no no responsibilities let me go let me go buy this shitty lot let me build it up let me make my let me make my pad uh let me soup up this car and put it in the garage and you know do whatever right and enjoy my life this dude moved in with a, with a with a wife and kid <laughs> and it was so clear and he sold that shit within a year oh, no. i was like damn Damn, he clearly had a different outlook on life five years (laughs) ago. I don't know if he had to sell the car, but he had to sell the spot, and I was just like, "Damn, bro!" Peak, yeah, peak times, peak times. He clearly had, he clearly had a different uh mindset back in the day, and he had to change that shit up quick. Oh yeah, I don't know where he's at. I don't know where they're at now, but they're probably in the you know suburbs, just uh, with with a with a garden because that shit didn't have a garden, bro. It was just just house. Driveway gate garage <laughs> eight boom
1: eight jacuzzis. Oh.
0: <laughs> 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 I don't know if it, the the roof was flat. I don't know if he could get on get on the roof, but clear. But if he could, mate, that's a definite like roof terrace party going on right there, bro. Oh, for Easy. sure. Get the squads. Get some speakers up in there. Boom! You are some sorted, boogie really sugar, hard. and you are crazy. Woo, 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 woo. Oh my gosh, crazy crazy vibes. But yeah, no, life clearly. Had different plans for him as, uh, as Halfway through that build That's unfortunate uh, It happens Shout out to, shout out to dude Shout out to dude with the muscle car uh, But yeah man That was fun Yeah all right, I'll finish it there uh, Ladies and gentlemen From the 5th in podcast now It's been Digging Digits Hope you enjoyed this episode I've been trying to the 5th in have been Ben Carter of Hip Hop Numbers Wee. Wait what'd you say? <laughs> I said Hip Hop Numbers <laughs> right. What you something so else on top of it I um, <clears throat> hope you all have a good week which I was trying to do the same. Uh, fuck the Queen. Fuck the Monarchy. Fuck the Establishers. But until the next time. Take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, peace. Digging in the Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me, music for the show. It's a piece of video games by bonus points. It's a music for the ability to use socials with Element hip-hop by numbers bonus points and chill music will be in the full show notes as well as the names of projects reviewed wherever you're listening this has been a fifth in podcast and thanks for spending time with us and we shall see you next time on dignity digits